story. Let me tell you a story. There once was a plastic island that floated around our oceans. It was so big that you could fit three countries the size of France inside it. It was big. It was a massive island and it kept growing and growing until it covered the whole ocean and all you could see is plastic. The end. I know, it's a really short story and not with a fairy tale ending. The island in this story unfortunately is a very real one. But thankfully, the ending is not so unfortunate. Yet. Did you know that there is a huge floating island of garbage in our oceans that is twice the size of Texas? Believe it or not, it is true. Just Google floating island of garbage. Floating island of garbage and you can see it for yourself. Just Google that. That massive island of garbage has a name. It's called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. And it is so big that it covers an area of 1.6 million square meters. Million, that's twice the size of Texas and three times the size of France. It is not just big in size, however. It is also big in impact. It has a big impact and not a good one. According to the World Wildlife Foundation, this garbage patch and plastic pollution in general has a deadly effect on over 1 million seabirds and 100,000 marine mammals every year. Every year. Take that in for a second. This giant island of garbage harms over 1 million birds and 100,000 animals every year and the number will keep rising the more it grows and the longer it is around. Sadly, that's not where the saga of plastic pollution ends. There is a lot more. For instance, over 5 trillion pieces of plastic, a kind of plastic smog, is floating around in our oceans. And over 3400 tons of microplastics are in our oceans right now. And that number does not include the bigger plastic pieces. In the oceans, plastic is abundant, and that's not a good thing. Quite the opposite, it is a terrible thing. Plastic does not belong in our oceans, but it is there. Believe it or not, there is a plastic as far down as 1600 meters. That's really deep. Even light can't go that far down, but plastic can and has. It'll take hundreds of years for the plastic trash to break down. But the terrible thing is that when they do break down, things don't really get better. In fact, enough it makes things worse since the smaller particles then break down into microplastics. And they've found traces of such plastic in the fish we eat and even the water we drink. So plastic is not good news. Plastic in our oceans is not good news. Plastic pollution is terrible for the world and it is up to each and every one of us to do what we can to reduce plastic pollution. We can not only take active steps to do this, even passive steps like raising awareness 
spreading the word and encouraging and empowering others to reduce plastic pollution can go a long way towards cutting down this massive source of pollution. The number of turtles and dolphins and other sea creatures dying as a result of plastic pollution is rising at a dangerous level. But plastic does not harm just marine animals and fish. It impacts birds too. One documentary I watched found 15% of a bird's body to be plastic. 15% of the bird was plastic. There are tons of evidence about plastic damaging animals. I did a quick search on Google today for plastic in animals and do you know how many search results came up? 567 million. That's 567 followed by six zeros. That is a lot. The point is the damage plastic is doing to our wildlife is significant. And you can easily see it just by doing a quick search. So don't take my word for it. Go and look at it yourself. Now, you might think that even though all this is unfortunate and sad, it does not directly affect or concern you. That line of thinking, however, would be completely incorrect. The plastic pollution does impact us, both directly and indirectly, because we are part of the food chain and the ecosystem at large. As long as we live and eat and breathe on this planet, things that affect parts of the ecosystem will always affect us, whether we see the impact of it or not. Plastic pollution is bad for the world, and it is bad for us. Plastic is everywhere. I've seen mountains of plastic being burned in Africa. I'm not exaggerating, it was literally a mountain of plastic. I've seen plastic covering rivers and streams in Asia. But it is not just the developing countries where plastic is a problem, because I've seen streets and parks littered by plastic in both Europe and America too. Plastic is everywhere, and plastic pollution is everywhere. It's not just the plastic themselves either that are cause for concern. The chemicals in them are causes for concern too. For instance, that toxins from plastic become part of the fish meat which we end up eating. Even if you don't eat fish, the animals you eat might, either directly or indirectly as part of their feed. And through them, plastic can find a way inside not just animals, but you too. But that all means if you don't eat fish or meat, you don't have to worry about plastic getting inside you, right? I mean, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you don't really have to worry about it. Not quite. Even if you are vegan or vegetarian, plastic can still end up inside you because just by drinking water, just by drinking water, we can be ingesting plastics as microplastics are not easy to filter out. Microplastics, in fact, are so tiny that over time we might even be breathing them in if we are not doing so already. Plastic is not just a danger to environment and wildlife, it is also dangerous for our own health. For instance, did you know that plastic is one of the biggest endocrine disruptors? When our endocrine system is disrupted, it creates a whole host of problems, leading to issues like cancer, diabetes, osteoporosis and more. Plastic pollution is terrible for the environment, and it is terrible for us. 
So it goes without saying that plastic pollution needs to be reduced. Thankfully, things are generally getting better and people are getting more and more aware. That's a great thing. But there is still a lot more to be done. And far too many problems that go unnoticed and unaddressed because out of sight is out of mind. It's a really unfortunate situation. Most of the problems are out of sight, so people don't really think about them. Like the garbage patches in our oceans and the problem that industrial fishing is causing through plastic nets and overfishing. It's not that hard to play an active role in improving this situation. Here, in fact, are five ideas that you can implement fairly easily starting today to help with this situation. Here are the five ideas. Number one, cut down your single-use plastic usage. Number two, reduce or recycle what plastic you do use. About 8 million tons of plastic is dumped in our oceans every year. Do not leave behind trash when you travel. So that's number three. Then number four, make use of trash cans rather than just throwing plastic and other rubbish wherever. If there are no rubbish bins close by, keep it with you. A bit of inconvenience is totally worth it. And number five, stop using products like toothpaste and facial scrubs which contain microbeads. Microbeads also end up as microplastics, so that's a big problem. So those five things, reducing single-use plastic, recycling, stopping littering, using trash cans properly, and stopping your usage of products with microbeads, they can go a long way towards helping this situation. Now, I do have one more on my list. And this is something you might not usually think about, but it has a big impact. This last one is something you can do right now to improve the plastic pollution situation. And that is to eat less fish. Now, eat less fish. Surely that can't really help with the plastic pollution situation, right? So why would that have any impact, you wonder? Well, it does have an impact. And it has a big impact. Because a big part of plastic pollution today is a direct result of industrial fishing. 46% of the garbage patch that I talked about earlier, in fact, is discarded plastic from fishing nets that the fishing vessels throw away. But what about sustainable fishing? That's good to eat, right? right? Well, not really. Here's the sad truth of the matter. Sustainable sea fishing doesn't exist. And this is based on work like famous ocean experts, which include people like Sylvia Earle. So sustainable fishing is not really good for fish. And fishing in general, industrial fishing in general, are harming our seas more than we know. Sustainable, for instance, is a big marketing boy these days. It's a big catchword. It's a feel-good business. Sustainability. Designed to play on our guilt. There is no global legal definition of what is sustainable. You can talk about laws, but it is notoriously difficult to enforce those laws. 
Many of the fishing vessels, for instance, go as far as the African coast to catch fish. Who is going to go there to check what they're doing? What about the organizations responsible for keeping those people in check, you might ask? Well, it's not really great news in that front either. The MSC, the Marine Stewardship Council, for example, which is one of the largest, if not the largest, organization in the world responsible for ensuring sustainable fishing, is a sad example of the problems of sustainability in our oceans. The MSC get the lion's share of their funding by licensing their logo, which means the more fishing businesses they have on board, the more money they earn. It's a simple equation for them. There are reports in reputable news sources like the Times and so on about there being massive conflicts of interest between the MSC and the fishing industry. Massive conflicts of interest. So you can't really trust these labels, sadly. You can't really take them on their word. But don't just take my word for it. Go to your own research. Find out what you're being told about labels like organic, ethical, sustainable, and so on. And if, they, if what they're claiming is indeed genuinely what they're doing. So do dolphin-safe cans of tuna really come from fishing vessels that kill zero dolphins? The Dolphin Safe Label Provider. Now that's yet another organization, another great example. Well, not great, a terrible example of basically this big problem around industrial fishing and the organizations that are supposed to be keeping them in check. That organization, for instance, there is another huge conflict of interest as they are also funded by the very people they're supposed to be keeping in check. I watched a documentary not long ago about the work they do and a staff member of their organization openly admitted that they actually cannot control whether a fishing boat kills any dolphins or not during the course of their fishing. I mean, in theory, dolphin-safe cans of fishing would mean killing zero dolphins, right? But that rarely ever, if ever, happens. So the label is basically given to anyone who claims they didn't kill any dolphins and pays the due. So as long as they pay the fees, they get, they get the label. And it has little to do with actually not killing any dolphins. So in terms of impact, the Deepwater Horizon oil catastrophe, which you have very likely heard of, actually damaged, I mean, that massive fiasco, that terrible environmental impact thing, that actually damaged less fish than industrial fishing has and continues to do. It's a massive amount of impact. The questions you need to ask are not easy or even pleasant ones, but they are necessary to ask because we can continue to support these organizations and the cans labeled as sustainable and so on, but that only encourages the depletion of our natural resources and creates more pollution. So cutting down on eating fish is potentially an impactful way to help with this plastic pollution. By the way, this is going to be hard for me personally, since I love eating fish. But after the horror I witnessed as a result of industrial fishing, eating fish has become a hard choice for me. I might not be able to go completely cold turkey right away, but I'll certainly cut down how much fish I eat. That's something you can do too. 
The ocean is the biggest carbon reserve in the planet and they store a lot more carbon than our forests. Damaging the ocean systems significantly damages the climate. In fact, 93% of our carbon is stored in our oceans, so you can only imagine how damaging that reserve impacts global warming. Just think about that for a second. 93% of our carbon is stored in the oceans. So what do you think happens to our like, global climate when the oceans are actually damaged? The unavoidable truth is we cannot survive in this world if the sea dies. And at the rate things are going, it is a very distinct and real possibility. So things need to change. Many researchers feel 30% of our oceans should be protected. But the reality is only about 1% of the ocean is effectively protected. So it really is up to each and every one of us to do something about this. Changing the situation for the better in a significant way is not really the job of any one person, but is something that we need to do collectively as a race, as a human race. The more people are involved and aware about the problems and the potential solutions, the better things will get. And the faster the problems can be dealt with. And for that, you, my friend, you are the key. Each and every one of you listening to this can be the harbinger of change. Each and every one of you can have an impact and play a role in changing the current status quo of plastic pollution and pollution in general for the better by opting to do things that help rather than harm our environment and also by opting to raise awareness so that more and more people start taking action. Raising awareness is not hard either and can be as simple as spreading the word about this talk and sharing it with others. Just imagine the possibilities. If you raise awareness and encourage and maybe even co-opt just two people to cut down their plastic consumption and do what they can to reduce plastic pollution and then they do the same thing, pretty soon the impact can be massive. You're looking at a geometric progression. The potential is phenomenal. It will be the network effect at play and for the good of humanity and even our immediate environments and society at large. You raising awareness among two people and then each of them raising awareness among two more people? This can start a domino effect that has the potential to have a sizable impact in making the world a better place. The overall quality of life in the world will continue to worsen the longer pollution goes unchecked. Every bit of plastic you throw away on the streets or beaches ends up somewhere where it causes a ton of bad. So it's important to be a bit mindful. Plastic is a great invention and is without a doubt very helpful. But using it as intensively and as regularly as we are doing now is damaging the world. It's not all bad news though, because we can do something to improve the situation. We can play a part in improving the environment by being more deliberate, conscious, mindful and responsible about the way we use plastic. It all starts with us. It lies on 
each and every one of us to play a role in making things better. And we need to do it if we want to enjoy the beauty and benefits of this world for a long, long time. If you're older, then it is essential to do to leave a world that your future generations can enjoy. If you're young, then it is essential to do so that you yourself have a world that you can live in in a healthy and happy way for the rest of your life. It doesn't really matter how old or young you are, it is something each and every one needs to do and can do. The more I learn about the state of our world, the more I realize the significant danger it is in. And unfortunately, most of these issues are a result of what we humans have done to date, either knowingly or unknowingly. The really worrying thing is that the state of the world and the way pollution is making things bad will only get worse unless the majority of the population becomes aware of these issues and starts to play a part in improving the situation. Now, don't think that just because you might not be able to go out of your house, you can't learn about the problems or do anything about the plastic issue, because you absolutely can. Watching documentaries and listening to talks, like you are doing right now, about the state of the world pollution is a great way to become aware and raise awareness. Yes, I saw some of these issues firsthand, but I learned the lion's share of what I now know about plastic pollution and pollution in general, and the other problems facing the earth, through reading and other information sources like documentaries. So those are great ways to inform yourself. It's easy to inform yourself these days. And the information literally is at the tip of your fingers. Literally. You have a treasure trove of information at the palm of your hand right now. And you can access it all easily and anytime on your phone. Informing yourself is easy to do these days. You can watch documentaries and TED Talks, listen to shows and talks and audiobooks and read the latest researches about what is happening fairly easily, all on your phone. These days, it is easy to become aware of the problems faced by the world. And it is also easy to do something about it. There are things that you personally can do starting today, like becoming more mindful about your consumption and raising awareness among as few as one or two of your friends and family. There are also more concrete things you can do, like the ones I mentioned earlier, namely cutting single-use plastic, recycling, stop littering, cutting down on products that use microbeads and cutting down on eating fish. It's not hard to do things, and you can start today. There's a lot each and every one of us can do to make things better, and we each have a role to play. You, my friend, have the potential to have a significant impact in improving the state of our world. The more you do, and the more people you make aware, the larger and more significant the impact can be. The only way to start though is to actually start. I for one am excited to see how far this goes, and how far you go. Keep me posted, I would love to hear about your ideas and your progress. Now, go to, start, do something, anything that can help, even a little can go a long way. Remember, big ideas and changes start with one person, 
you can have more impact than you think. And it is important to start now because things will only get worse otherwise. It is estimated that by scientists that by 2050, 10 times more plastic will be dumped. 10 times more. And that's not far away, 2050. So let's do our part in stopping this destructive trend. It is not only important, it is essential to stop this trend. After all, being environmentally safe and friendly is not just good for the world, it is also good for us personally. I'm going to end this talk with these two simple suggestions. Two things you can fairly easily do this week to have an impact on your own plastic footprint and get the ball rolling on improving things. Number one, do at least one of the five things I mentioned earlier. And number two, make just two people aware, just two people, aware of plastic pollution and its negative impact. Raising awareness can be done as simply as sharing this talk and all the resources mentioned with your friends. I've listed quite a few resources in the description of this show, so have a look at them and feel free to share them. More, of course, is better. It would be better if you can share it with more than two people, but even two can matter. Improving your life is not just about doing things that have a direct and obvious impact. It is also about doing things that improve the world as a war. Why? Because we live in this world and what happens to it affects us. What happens to the world affects each and every one of us. We can't live a happy, healthy and successful life if the world is dying or damaged. It impacts us all. So it's important to do your part if you want things to improve. Every little helps, so do what you can, because even the small things you can do is better than doing nothing. Be the pioneer, the harbinger, the catalyst of change. Do your part in making this world of ours a better place. Now, if you're interested in learning more about improving yourself, your mind and the world, check out the other episodes of the podcast. They can be useful. I'll catch you again next week. All right. Take care, everyone.